you're listening to The Positive Professional with me, Tracy Yvonne. Welcome back and thanks for tuning into episode 21. So a couple of episodes ago, I talked about gaslighting and today I want to talk about gaslighting and social media. Now we all know what goes on on social media, the camaraderie, the chance to discuss ideas and events with people of different backgrounds and people have different opinions And it could be fun and full of banter and good times. Having said this, I'm sure you're also aware that even in a subtle way, that social media has a huge stock of demerits. Just as how meeting people can be beneficial, it can also be equally harmful. And social media leaves you exposed and puts you at the mercy of other people, of people who don't even try to have well-informed opinions before they express them. Essentially, anyone with the means to get online gets a say. So what this means is that social media is such a fertile ground for gaslighting. And what is exactly gaslighting? We talked about that in the last episode, but I'll do a refresher. The first thing you know is that it's a form of psychological abuse. And victims of gaslighting are usually made to question their perception of reality or memory. And in some cases, their sanity. And typical feelings that come with this situation are anxiety and deep-seated confusion that usually results in an inability to trust themselves. So gaslighting is used as a tool for altering the dynamic power. And what I mean here is that they'll try to skew the balance of power and your relationship towards them. Gaslighting is usually a gradual process and it starts one day and continues in small steps until you don't even recognize that something is being done against you. And your defenses will weaken over time, which makes it difficult to get out of it. So there are common behaviors or techniques that a person gaslighting you often exhibits. And one of the most common is trivializing your emotions or feelings. They belittle the concerns you have about specific issues or may disregard them altogether. With additional accusations of overreacting or being too sensitive. Furthermore, they may stereotype you and your feelings based on your gender race, age, or religion, among other common stereotypes. Besides this, other techniques may be to question your memory of events, denying what you have accused them of doing ever happened, and they may even go further to accuse you of making things up. They also refuse to participate in the conversations with you, usually by pretending to not understand what's going on. The overall effect is that all of these things takes a huge toll on your mental health, And if you experience these techniques being used on you, there may be changes in your behavior. First off, you will get more and more confused about events that happen and second-guess your ability to assess issues correctly. Because you still most likely believe that the other person is correct, you won't ever think to question them, and you'll absorb the blame for the issues completely. This means that you may find yourself constantly pandering to their whims and delicately trying to appease them. You may also be frequently apologizing to them for causing an unpleasant situation if such arises. Also common are you making excuses for the other person's behavior, often to the point to where you put yourself down. Beyond this, your ability to make decisions can be affected because you've been manipulated to believe that you're not good enough. And it's only natural for you to hesitate when you have to decide things. So I've often thought, how exactly do people become gaslighters? 
And although this abuse can be done by one stranger to another through social media, it's most common among people who have a close continual relationship. So you may ask, why would people with such close relationships do this to one another? And as I have previously said, gaslighting is about power and control. It helps the perpetrator feel at ease and in charge of things. Some even use this as a means to avoid conflict. These almost sound noble, but a gaslighter may also not want to take responsibility for their actions. Additionally, a gaslighter may not even be aware that they're being manipulative. And that's because in their hearts, they may peg the things that they say or do as being frank or totally truthful. However, this does not remove the harm that they cause to the other person. And for these people, they are not self-aware enough to see the effects of their words and actions. And at the end of it, though, gaslighting is learned, not congenital. Before acting like so, they have experienced it directly or indirectly and have seen that it can be effective at getting what they want. With gaslighting occurring between people with close relationships, social media involvement can get very, very messy. And what happens frequently is that the gaslighter uses social media to publicly humiliate the victims, usually by spreading rumors and untruths about them. And these people easily find enablers who will amplify the hate they spread against them. And usually these enablers have little knowledge of the intricate details of the relationship between the two people, but they are quick to lay their sympathies with them. And when I say them, I mean the gaslighter. And when this happened, it could make the effects on the victim much more pronounced. So if you find yourself being a victim of gaslighting on social media, it's important that you should try talking to someone. This may be a family member or a close friend. And when you discuss the problems with an outsider, you know, someone who's objective, you can get a totally different perspective on the situation. And this can be invaluable in initiating the process where your feelings start to become validated again. This is an important for the next tip. You have to allow yourself to feel your feelings. This is not meant to second guessing yourself, but accepting that your feelings that you have are on a solid basis. Just as you keep track of the events and conversations, you can also keep track of your emotions to serve as evidence and strengthen your position if you decide to have a serious conversation with the person much later. Another thing that you have to realize is that gaslighters don't give up on gaslighting easily because they benefit from it. So this means that you may have to walk away from the relationship to get the better of the situation. And because of how close the relationship usually is, this may not be the easiest of tasks. However, it must be done. And you have to give yourself time to prepare mentally. This means that you may have to block the person on social media, including blocking the enablers who may be tormenting you online. This is important for your mental health. And if you listen to any of my previous episodes, you'll know that I like to share affirmations. So here are some that can help with your confidence and self-esteem. I grow more confident and stronger each day. I am the architect of my life. I design its structure. I build my life's foundation and choose its content. I love myself and I feel great about myself. And the last one that I'll share is, I accept myself unconditionally. Thanks for joining me today. 
I look forward to you tuning in to another episode. Make sure that you've subscribed to this podcast and don't forget to click the like button. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe and be well.